This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Finalizing plans to reopen. Our livelihoods are at stake. We put everything into our businesses. Halting American funding. Had the WHO done its job, the outbreak could have been contained at its source. Empty store shelves. We're seeing so many disruptions across a number of different product categories. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. A plan to reopen America is being finalized as President Trump backs off on his claim of total authority over efforts to get the country rolling again as the coronavirus pandemic continues to take a horrific toll. According to the Washington Post, the CDC and FEMA have a three-phase process in the works, laying out key benchmarks with some reopenings beginning sometime next month. Our coverage begins with White House correspondent Paula Reed. I will then be authorizing each individual governor to implement a reopening. At his briefing yesterday, President Trump made a dramatic about-face in his ongoing feud with state governors, conceding they can decide when to open their local economies. The governors are going to do a good job, and if they don't do a good job, we're going to come down on them very hard. President Trump said he's singling out over 20 states to reopen first. It's going to be very, very close, maybe even before the date of May 1st. But in an interview with the Associated Press, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who wasn't at the briefing yesterday, said that Target is a bit overly optimistic as the U.S. does not yet have the critical testing and tracing procedures needed to begin reopening the nation's economy. We have to have something in place that is efficient and that we can rely on. And we're not there yet. The president seemed to dismiss his point. Well, I don't know. Look, I don't know. I don't know what he said. As we hear from CBS's Stephen Portnoy, the Trump administration is moving to halt American funding for the U.N.'s health agency. The president says the World Health Organization pushed Chinese misinformation. The outbreak could have been contained at its source. 
with very little death. He accuses the global agency of covering up the extent of the outbreak. It would have been so easy to be truthful. In a CBS News interview this week, CDC Director Robert Redfield described the WHO as a very important partner of his agency. Mr. Trump says U.S. support for the global organization will be held up for 60 to 90 days, pending a review of how it handled the outbreak. Documents obtained by the Associated Press indicate top Chinese officials waited six days after learning it was dealing with a likely pandemic from the coronavirus before the country's president issued any public warning. By that time, January 20th, more than 3,000 people had been infected. California Governor Gavin Newsom has outlined new conditions for lifting coronavirus restrictions in the Golden State. He says stay-at-home orders will remain in place until hospital numbers flatten and start to decline for at least two weeks. And the new normal would include staggered start times for public schools and temperature checks for restaurant customers. The prospect of mass gatherings is negligible at best until we get to herd immunity uh, and we get to a vaccine. He says there is no light switch here. It's more like a dimmer. Yesterday, California recorded its highest daily death count, 71. Key to getting Americans back in the workplace is expanded virus testing. CBS's Dr. Tara Nerula says that includes one that can measure immunity. Nurse Zena Kassab is getting tested even though she hasn't had any symptoms. She says wide-scale testing is important to understand the scope of this pandemic. I have young children. I have people in my life that are over the age of 65 with comorbidities as well. And I want to know that if I've been exposed, what I can do to continue to protect my family. Testing like this is being done across the country. But with little federal oversight, accuracy is a concern. The FDA has only officially approved one test. Dr. Matthew Sims is the Director of Infectious Disease Research at Beaumont Health in Michigan. How accurate is the test that you have now? You know, we believe it's in the high 90s. You know, no test is perfect. You're always going to have some false negatives. You're always going to have some false positives. New York has changed the way it counts victims, adding 3,800 people who never got tested but died showing symptoms. CBS's David Begnaud in New York City has more on what one patient is saying. We are hearing more about what recovering from the virus looks like and feels like. 26-year-old yoga teacher Fiona Lowenstein wants you to know the difficulties she's still dealing with. It's been exactly a month since I first had symptoms. In the past two to three weeks, um, it's been a lot of intense fatigue, just a a real difficulty focusing, um, slight loss of memory. And then there's also these really intense headaches that come almost every night. Amazon has fired three workers who've been publicly critical of the company's pandemic response. Violations of internal policies were cited, but no specifics were given. A trip to the grocery store for most of us now means finding a mask and maybe some gloves. And when we get there, we often encounter some empty store shelves. CBS's Dean Reynolds tells us there are fears that might only get worse as the pandemic drags on. The indefinitely closed Smithfield plant in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, processes up to 5% of America's pork. More than 300 workers there have tested positive for COVID-19. Critical workers in a food chain that is now being stressed. Caitlin Wolak is an industry analyst at the University of Notre Dame. We're seeing so many disruptions across a number of different product categories, particularly meat and dairy products throughout the supply chain. The main issue is distribution as more workers get sick. At the other end of the chain are the grocery workers 
Dozens of them have died from the virus, and their union says 3,000 are out sick. Julianne Potts of the North American Meat Institute. We've got to figure out a way to keep operating both for consumers and for producers and the animals that they're raising. Reports say J.C. Penney is exploring a possible bankruptcy filing. Its turnaround plans have been undercut by the closing of its 850 stores during the virus shutdown. A year ago today, the world was focused on the terrible images and sounds coming from Paris and the fire at a beloved cathedral. Notre Dame's main bell will ring out across Paris tonight to mark the anniversary of the fire that destroyed the cathedral's roof and steeple. Known as Emmanuel, the bell will be rung by hand as the electricity in the church has been cut off since restoration work was halted over coronavirus fears for the workers. It's said Parisians can hear the 13 ton bell from over a mile away. Elaine Cobb, CBS News, Paris. The category is new authors. Who is Alex Trebek? The Jeopardy host battling cancer has written a memoir that's due out July 21st, a day before his 80th birthday. He says it will include illuminating personal anecdotes. It's called The Answer Is Reflections on My Life. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.